Hello, everybody. Uh, I wasn't quite ready there, Rob. I can't see the return feed, and I can't I can't get into the video either. But anyway, welcome, indie music lovers. Uh, I'm going to try to look at your comments, and I see that Mark the Shark Cordova and some other Mark people. Mark the watching. Shark is here. But my uh, yeah, I don't know who that is, but um, <laughs> but my uh, phone isn't working. I can't see the video very well, as you can see. So. I'm just going to wing it. What's up, everybody? We're here, sitting here. Uh, so let me start over again. Hello, welcome to Indie Music Live, episode 111. I'm JoJo Keys, and I'm out of clean underwear once again. Oh, boy. I'm sitting here with Mr. Clean Underwear himself, Mr. Yeah. David Werba. I, I thought clean. about that. I had a smooth intro planned for the entire night, and I just fucked it up. Yeah, that return feed. It, it's feel naked without it. You know, we don't know what's going on, but we got it now, and we're feeling good. And... We have P the politician here tonight. Always a pleasure to have him here. Always great chats with this dude. He's got some good stuff, some good commentary for us, and he's probably going to interrupt me several times. But yes, that's right, right now. I'm See, here there right. he goes. There we go, right there. <laughs> I just wanted to say, don't feel bad, JoJo. I too <laughs> am wearing dirty drawers. Oh, it's <laughs> all good, brother. You're not alone. Well, I didn't exactly say I was wearing dirty drawers. I'm just out of clean underwear. Ah. I'll be clean tomorrow. Maybe I I don't know. I guess it's been three days or so. Hey, all man, the female turn, viewers. Turn all, yeah, turn the female viewers. Oh, they've been done turned out inside out, man. <laughs> the female viewers. Inside out, them. upside down. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. <laughs> no, they're all just going. Ew. Tell us about your underwear. No. Let, let's right. move on. All right, well, let's get, uh, let's see here. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Let us know that you're here. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to see it right away, but uh, somebody's looking at the comments. Say hello to us. So we got some music news coming up. We have a featured artist from the United Kingdom area. I think she's in London. Um, but we, uh, since it's 3 a.m. in the morning, we uh, have a pre recorded interview with her that we did earlier this week. Rob's behind. He's driving the ship all at once. All, all this, uh, yeah. Um, I'm a little discombobulated. Let's listen to some music. Inner Outlines with their song Halo. Share this video out. Let you know. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'll be right back after this. Sleeping on the front room couch and going on that hour, I wanna be a better 
And we're back, and things are running smooth. I'm JoJo Key, sitting here in my dirty underwear, talking to P, the politician, and David Werba. P, the politician, how you doing tonight? Tell me how what you thought about inner outlines. Well, what I really thought was dope is, at least from a fan's perspective, uh, me watching as a fan, I like the fact that they were actually at a concert and filmed the video footage from there. I, I think that was really dope. Salute to the videographer. That's a, a great way to take advantage of a show that you may have. So I thought that was all the way on point. What about the hey. sound, man? Well... For me, I don't know if I were to hear it without the video, if it were to strike me as much as it struck me watching the video. It's pretty for, common, though. It's for, pretty for common example, experience, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Drake just released a song. I think it's like number one right now. It's called God's Plan. And when I first heard it, I'm like, eh. Then I saw the video. He's going around Miami literally giving away a million dollars like that was his budget for the video and he just was walking around miami giving people money (laughs) but but as corny as that sounds it was very heartfelt like he went into a grocery store and just hopped on a loudspeaker and told everybody your groceries on me you know what i'm saying he's giving uh families money and they're crying so that took that uh song to a whole nother plateau for me. And that's kind of how I feel like with, with this particular one right here. I wonder if his investor was pissed off. Like At he, the beginning <laughs> of the video, it has a There's a million dollars for the video, and then yeah. it's like he walks around and hands all that yeah. money. Yeah. But it, it's 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 cool because at the beginning of the video he says this is what we're about to do, but don't tell the label. So I'm sure the label <laughs> ran on. Yeah. Well, I really dug these guys. I mean, they kind of reminded me of uh Foo Fighters. Uh, with a little more like metal kind of undertone to it, a little edgier, a little harder. Uh, I I feel like, you know, the guitars and the bass, I feel like that maybe is their background. You know, they're like into metal, but they've kind of blended a little more into like the alt-rock space to, I don't know. I'm I'm curious why, if if that's why that's where they want to go. I feel they're... Part of them is still their metal roots are still kind of tugging at their uh, their coat sleeves, um, but it's a cool sound. I, I'm curious, you know, if they stick with this kind of alt rock, kind of pop rock space, if that's where they want to go. I would love to ask them that. If they're in the chat, please answer. But Joe, you hear what I'm saying? What do you think, man? Yeah, I'm a little busy over here. I like these guys a lot. I The video is cool and stuff, but I really like their music. Now, the song that they have there, it kind of sounds like a lot of the popular, you know, uh, for lack yeah. of a better reference, Days of the New, not Days sure. of the New. Last about. five, ten years, you know. That- not Days of the New. What am I talking about? Who am I thinking of? I can't think of the name of the group, but um, just that sort of melodic, hard rock. Um, it's... It, the melodies didn't wasn't anything like super original or anything for me, but I love the band and I thought the grooves and the the production and the video production was good too. Um, and I heard a lot of this sound alley. like about eight years ago. That was kind of the range that like I feel like I there's a lot of reference bands in that kind of time frame. Um, that's why I'm curious just of this like the the metal roots here. 
like if they where where they want to go with it, I, I just man, we gotta we gotta interview them or something, man. Yeah, like, cool. Uh, so I want to know how they came that. to that sound. I just you know. But so let's let's move on and uh, Rob, when you're ready, let's do some music news. All right, so uh, if uh, you are uh, a guitar player, which I know somebody in this room is, David, um, are you a Gibson fan? Oh, dude, Les Paul was my beast. Yeah, my Gibson's uh, about ready to go out of business. It'll go not really go out of business, but go bankrupt. Situation facing the iconic Nashville-based music instrument maker, which has annual revenues of more than $1 million is far from normal. Um, the, the CEO just left the company, and... Uh, I don't know. They're, they have a bunch of bills come and do basically is what it is. And they don't know what they're going to do about it. Did you read this article? I did. I mean, they sponsored one of my showcase tours back in the day. I, I love Gibson, uh, Les Paul sound, that meaty thick sound was that I kind of made that my signature. Um, always like my early heroes were like dudes like slash the master of tone. And it, it just <laughs> has that signature sound. I think the story is different than, I mean, this isn't like a blockbuster thing where <laughs> they just basically like disappear into thin air. I think they're going to get bought out here. Oh, well, I mean, by, bankruptcy doesn't really yeah. mean anything. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. They may, I, I see a possibly them uh, joining forces with another uh, another brand, possibly. Maybe, maybe like an amp, maybe like Marshall or something. Like that That's would make sense because that name's not going to die. I mean, yeah, like the Les Paul with the Marshall half stack. It's it's such a like signature mix. That's uh, a possibility, but yep, we'll see, man. Doesn't um Fender actually own them? <laughs> no, that's like their main. That's like Pepsi and Coke. Pepsi and Coke. Okay. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the hell I'm talking about. Sometimes how many how many times have you guys gone bankrupt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, speaking of which, happy Black History Month. Let's go on to the next story. <laughs> yeah, we were Marilyn joking Manson. about that before the show. It was, we were going to dedicate half the show to... Uh... All right, but oh, anyway. Up, yeah, that's... A, that's... Since we're on the topic of guitars, let's, let's celebrate a little bit of White History Month. I mean, educate <laughs> the black dude that knows nothing about guitars. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, Fender and Gibson, man. It's like the Coke and Pepsi yeah, of Coke guitar brands. Pepsi, those those are the, like, the past 50 years. It's like all the greats. Most of them had one or the other in terms okay. of the guitar heroes. And that's kind of branched off into, like, you know, PRS and, you know, just a bunch of kind of, you know, lesser known brands. Um, but they these guys sponsored, like, all the heroes at some stage in their career. They're all, like, Gibson and Fender sponsored. Like, name the top 50 guitarists of all time. They played one or the other. I bet you know. Jimi Hendrix had one on the topic of Black History Month. Fender. Jimmy Jimmy's Fender, he yeah. One. He played an upside down, like, left-handed. It was pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, so they were, yeah, I thought, the, I saw where they were, oh, they were founded over 100 years ago. So, I mean, it's been around for a very long time. So, next story, Marilyn Manson. Everybody loves, knows and loves Marilyn, knows and loves Marilyn Manson. Um, 
he's recently been caught up in the Me Too movement, I guess. Um, he's been accused of sexual harassment and racist remarks by Charlie Yee. I mean, I'm sorry, Charlene Yee. Um, and this was like an accusation that back in like 2012, and uh, he hasn't responded, but it doesn't surprise me very much. I don't know why, but he the politician. You're yeah, he's got right. something to say on this. <laughs> he did it. I would just say that, man. Just look at that picture, man. Flash the picture back. He did it. Hashtag me too. If he looks at me hard enough, he'll probably do it to me too. Yeah, this guy's always been a weirdo. I mean, I like, I, I, you know, was in college, I think, or late high school when uh, he first came out. And uh, I think I was in high school. And um, I, I, he's always made me feel a little dirty, but I like his music. Um, to an extent, uh, I'm not really into everything that he does. I think he's kind of an idiot, to be honest with you. But um, I don't know. Yeah. He's just shock rock. I mean, he's like Alice yeah. Cooper with a with a you know with a Big Brother complex or something. Well, I'll say this, man. I I think I mentioned this like a year ago. Is I always remember a couple early interviews um, with him. I think it was a series. So it might have been like 60 minutes or like it was it was kind of like a really mainstream interview, and uh, he just. I remember him saying, man, it's like it's not about the music. It never has been for him. It was yeah. it was always to build a platform to like it's about being performing artist, performance artist. Yeah, but just a, a platform, a platform to like speak his mind and his views and wh- whatever you know it is. So, I guess so. He you know, was the original troll, basically. <laughs> the the sure, like before but, the internet, he was the original troll. Sure. Well, I'll, I mean. He's got a platform now, so. Yeah. Well, he's uh, he's. I'm trying not to cut people. No, no, go ahead, P. Go ahead, P. <laughs> well, we were talking about this earlier. I just find it really ironic. You know, he got rid of his uh, basis, I believe, because his basis was beating his girlfriend's ass. You know what I'm saying? So how ironic to be caught up in the whole uh, Me Too movement when you let go of your basis. So. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right about that. It was Ramirez, um, his girl, or not his, uh, Twiggy's, was it Twiggy Ramirez, his former girlfriend, Jack Off Jill musician Jessica Adams accused Ramirez of rape and abuse, and that was when he fired him, yeah. That's what the story says, so. Yeah, he's always been a shock rocker. Um, I guess he hasn't responded to this, but who really cares? I mean, (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. Let's move on. Oh, yeah. So rest of February, we have a 25% off the, every service in the store. Feb, FEB25, Feb25, and get you 25% off anything in the store. We do have that new video, music video production service that we're uh, providing services for. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. <laughs> Let's move on. Next tune. I like these guys. These guys, I believe, are some from Sweden, man. Uh, this is Justin Three with I Won't Break Down. Let us know what you think and share this video out. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Latvia. I got in a fight that I can't win 
live episode 111 thank you for being here with us everybody talk to us in the comments we want to say hello even if you're watching the replay thanks for hanging out with us uh mention us i'm jojo key sitting here with david werba and p the politician and we're listening to some music and talking about some music and just uh enjoying music together it's a tuesday night as always you can go ahead rob and give them all three on the dudes what's up okay that was Boom. just three that was I think that song was about their trip to latvia you might be right joe um and for the first time ever what sorry finally you're right about something (laughs) Um, i don't even know i don't even know what latvia is i think it's a cheeseburger or something i don't know but yeah i I didn't want to be the only black dude on black history month that didn't know what the hell latvia was so i'm glad (laughs) to know that i'm not the only one um, I like these guys though. I really like the guy with the whole like pulling the dollar out of his wallet and like dancing with it. On I think that's just yeah, he looked like hilarious. an interesting dude, and, like a fun, crazy guy. Something's uh, in his wallet that's really cool because he pulls out his guitar thing too. Um, I don't know, it's funny. Anyway, I like I like the music too. I don't know what do you think, Dave? I I really like this. It was an interesting kind of journey throughout the song. Uh, heard some like man early 80s, even late 70s roots in this sound going back to Sticks and uh, hmm. The Outfield. I heard those two bands in there. It was like, like the harmonies is it, it it interesting. Um, really, really good production. Uh, but then it kind of became more modern with like the dance flavor towards the end. So it was, it was an interesting... Stuff, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just kind of evolved into like it it just evolved, like in the song, became more recent. Uh, P, what do you think? Man? So I went and I saw Black Panther this weekend, right? And I know mm-hmm. that. Is that a Black is History probably, Month Yeah, movie? Black History Month. I went and celebrated <laughs> Black History Month and I saw Black Panther. It was a great movie. And at the end of that movie, they played some Kendrick Lamar. Shouts out to Kendrick Lamar. He has like the number one album. He has the soundtrack for Black Panther. I'm getting my subtle black history facts out right now. I say all mm-hmm. that to say this. 
that those ending credits with Kendrick Lamar were really outstanding. I don't think this song would fit that. However, the next movie that comes out, The Avengers, I could hear this one on the ending credits. I could hear it. I really could. And I'm not trying to be funny. It's the truth. No, you, you said that before. It's like you kind of a lot of music you hear, you you see it as a placement in yes. certain, like big media. I, I do that too some, sometimes. It's like seem, even some of these like lesser produced songs, like we've had a bunch of those where it's like the mix wasn't that great, but it mm. fits in like a, uh, I don't know, just kind of like an artistic low budget movie or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the, the the video was shot pretty, I, I, the video was entertaining. I wasn't mad at the video whatsoever. Yeah, the video is great. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our featured artist. This is normally when I uh, have them introduce themselves, uh, but I'm going to have to go ahead and introduce her, myself. Sophie from the UK has come upon our website, and we decided to feature her. This girl is a multi-talent. Um, as you'll see in the uh, interview, we had to pre-record the interview, so it's going to be a few minutes of just Dave and her in the Deeper with Dave segment. We're going to listen to her song first called SOS Bloodline. We'll be back with the interview. And then we're gonna after that, we're going to listen to Nevi Outlier with his song Voyage. So uh, hang around and uh, chat with us in the comments. Let us know what, you, what you're uh, thinking of this. Share the video out, and we'll be back in a few. Hi, guys. I'm SOS. Um, I am a electro-pop artist based in the U.K., um, my song Bloodline has recently been released, um, and you guys get to have a listen right now. Soft imagination, but it causes you frustration. Your mind is different from mine. Minor variation, but it causes alteration in the mind of today i'm great thank you how are you i have risen into the heavens as you can Apparently see so, yeah. yes <laughs> I, 
like to do an interview from the heavens for once. Uh, How is it up there? That's <laughs> very nice, man. Yeah, it's, it looks it. <laughs> it's very nice up here, yeah. Um, interesting story here. There's a few things I wanted to kind of talk about here. I mean, yeah. first of all, just like amazing sound, amazing music. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. but let's kind of go, I guess, uh, sequential here with some of the points. Like, so you got a you got a scholarship. Talk, talk about that process, like how you garnered that, um, because you got a degree in songwriting. So, like, what did you yeah. kind of like submit some material back when you were eighteen or something? I actually I got it into that quite like unconventionally. I didn't even know a songwriting course like for a BA actually existed before. I was actually on the course. Um, so I did this um, busking competition, which is actually something that's quite a big part of my music life right now is busking. Um, and that was something I did like a busking competition a few years back. And one of the prizes on there was a scholarship. And I didn't actually the scholarship through that competition, but I made a few really good contacts through the competition. And the person actually won it couldn't actually go through with doing the course himself. So the school that I eventually attended asked the people running the competition to submit a few names of people they think might deserve the scholarship. And I was lucky enough to be one of the names and I was called in for like an audition type interview thing with this um, uni that I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just seemed to really kind of like my stuff. They asked me to play a few bits for them and they asked all the regular questions. Why should you be on this course? And like what my history was with songwriting. And at the time I was quite a novice, I think. Not that I'm a real expert now, but I was very much at the start of my songwriting. And so I was very new to everything and they were very kind to me and they took me on even though I knew as little as I did. Okay, so you were busking before you even went to uh university yeah pretty much so I moved over to the UK from Malta which is where I grew up and that's a little island in the Mediterranean I don't expect anyone to know where that is but I moved over to the UK um yeah like a year or so before I actually got onto the course and got the scholarship and throughout that year two years can't remember exactly how long I was um doing a few bits so like busking I was doing some live gigs just trying to like get my music out there. And like I say, I was just starting out. So I was very nervous and I had just picked up the guitar um, and it was all very new to me. But yeah, I got involved in this competition, which was a busking competition. And I didn't really busk much before that competition. And I didn't know much about it, but I was very intrigued. And I thought this seems like a really cool, different thing and a different way to present music to people and to commuters. All right. So let's fast forward. Let's fast forward though. So it's like you have a, you get a degree in songwriting, which is awesome, but uh, quick John, right? How many people live in Malta? I'm I'm curious. Oh gosh. Now you, now you've asked (laughs) the question. Um, So like millions or just like, Oh no, no, no. no. So it's very tiny. It's a few hundred thousand people. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I was always curious about that. Island. If you kind of think of the size of London, the Island that I'm from is like a fraction of the size I would assume it's beautiful, though. I mean, it's geez. lovely. It's a yeah, Mediterranean okay. island just below, like Sicily and Italy. Um, all right, so yeah, you graduate, and it's like, all right, so music is starting to kind of become your career and everything. Uh, I'm just trying to deconstruct how you got like to this current sound, just because of, like the production, the engineering, the mix is just is awesome. 
And, uh, Thank you. I mean, some of the names that are mentioned in your bio, like, you know, Lourdes, Alessia Carey, even like Halsey, I definitely hear some Halsey in this is, uh, this Thank big, you. like this type of sound, you need big production, stellar engineering, like dramatic changes. Like that, that's just part of the scene. Yeah. And so you've actually kind of not, you're not just the songer, you're, you're, kind of in the production like how much do you put your hands into the actual engineering and the mixing of this so this is basically one of the songs off of my five track ep which i haven't yet released i'm releasing them all as singles and it's stuff i wrote while i was still at uni and i was um, collaborating with a lot of artists and songwriters there and just that kind of really inspired me to write this kind of music that i've been releasing one of the songs obviously being bloodline and I, at the time, I think I was in my third year, so my final year in uni, I was really get like coming to terms with like the technology side of making music. So I would write music previously on a guitar or on a piano, very kind of organically. Um, but throughout my last year in uni, I kind of, I fell in love with the more like production elements, the more electronic sounds um, that kind of pop music had started really using at the time and so all those influences that I was hearing in Lord's music and in Halsey's music and stuff like that I loved that in their sound so I was like why can't I yeah do that? I love this I mean we just we was it a week or was it two weeks ago with Ben Cody yeah I guess it was like with Ben Cody one of our uh, featured artists in the past like he's at Berkeley and his major is just like professional music so I mean, I, yeah. I just think that is so amazing. That didn't exist when I was in college where, no, it's, you know, it's it's everything, every aspect of the music industry, mixing, writing, yeah. you know. Yeah, it kind of that, comes back to the, the course that I was on with this whole songwriting. I had no idea it even existed and I fell in love with it. I was on scholarship for the first year and I actually extended, like, I literally took out a loan so that I could complete the whole three-year course and, and see it through. All right. So la last thing, I, oh, yeah. I just like okay. it's it, I lose track of time sometime. I just try no, and keep this no thing problem. going, but like full circle. So I was just checking on Facebook, like you're still busking now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So th <laughs> this is what I want to understand. So it's like, I think a lot of people relate busking just to like people who live on the street or <laughs> something like, like they're homeless people or something yet. I keep seeing it more and more where it's like people, they're not, they're not poor or homeless. It's like the, they just like to perform all the time in front of people and just like almost, yeah. it, it's almost marketing in a sense and just kind yeah. of getting yourself out there. Now people are taking videos on their cell phone, putting them to YouTube and it's like, Oh, you got a little video there. Literally. And the yeah. So like, like talk about, talk about just your mindset of like, that's where you started. You, you get your degree you mm -hmm. produce this amazing music and you're still doing it. Yeah. I, so like I was mentioning, like, although I really love the whole songwriting and the getting involved with the production and a lot of which, and what you hear with bloodline is stuff that I did myself. Um, while I love that, I do love that whole performing and that connecting with your viewer or with your listener. And I think busking is a really unique way of doing that. And I think a lot of people's mentality towards busking is the whole homeless kind of begging <laughs> for money type of thing. But something that's happened and the change that's happened in London, which is really interesting, is that they've started to really like regulate it. And it's a whole scheme where they're trying to like give busking a good name again. And that's why yeah. the whole busking competitions come into it. And 
there's licenses as well that you have to. Yeah, and there's even applications where, like, if the busker has an an app or something, like you can send money to people like yeah. through the app. A you don't have to like has, drop a dollar in the yeah, you know case. Yeah. A friend of mine has a little card reader now and a little sign saying how <laughs> if you don't have cash, it's fine. You can pay card. Just <laughs> wait for me to finish the song, and I can I can sort you out on card. So. It's, All right, so I, I added yeah. you on Spotify, and it, there's actually a few bands named SOS, uh, sure. but you're S period, O period, S, no period. Yeah, just S. So that's what's unique about it. Yeah. <laughs> but where else can people find you online in terms of, like, social handles? Is it is it sure. that same, just, like, you know, um, specific? So my website is sosofficial.co.uk, and there's all the links to all my social media on there. Um, I think it's Facebook and Twitter is Sophie's official, which is S-O-P-H-I-E-S official. Um, And Instagram is my big favorite at the moment. Like of all the social media sites, I'm on Instagram a lot, as is everyone nowadays. Um, And my Instagram is S-O-S official dot UK. But there's all the links through my website so people can go on there and check me out. And that is Sophie SOS. It's S dot O S or no, sorry. S dot O dot S. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Let's listen to Nevi Outlier. This song's called <laughs> Void. <laughs> I won't take it no more I need some help I need some love I need somebody to touch me My body is craving attention My intellect lusting For a battle of wits A shoddy with west A shoddy with hips But it's steady But it's steady You're so unique You know I mean like I'm on my search For something good right out and say it that's a classic waiting to happen i don't know man i love that song um that was nevi outlier with a voyage guy doesn't have much of a presence online kind of hard to find him but man is that good stuff i don't know that song just sounds like it's gonna be on the radio someday to me it's got that 
classic Beatles Rolling Stones vibe to it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yes, I stole your. I didn't steal it, Dave. I just was using that for a transition. No, I was like, how does it feel? It had that like that progression, you know, with the organ and um, yeah, and then it's got this like raspy, really different kind of rap on top of it. It, it was it was cool, man. P, what do you think of this one, dude? Well, salute to Black History Month. That's the first yeah. thing I want to say. That was the uh, first African American artist that we had on the show tonight. <laughs> finally, I, I know. So uh, yeah, finally, man. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting. Yeah, inadvertently, I guess I put them all towards the end tonight, didn't I? Sorry about that. Yeah, we held it back on purpose. <laughs> yeah, we're used to being in the back of the line. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but all jokes aside, man, he, that that artist kind of reminded me. Um, there's an artist named Drum, I believe that's his name, and he kind of blew up when um, Drake took one of his songs, Hotline Bling, and remade it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So he took that song, remade it, and then the artist kind of blew up a little bit. And that's how this particular artist reminds me of, because it's one of those joints. Uh, he, he's soulful and, and way different. And I think that's mm-hmm. what's going to grab the people about him, that he's just way different. He's not scared to go outside of the fringes. It's the fringes of what is traditional hip-hop. Yeah, and his music like is is different, but the, it kind of reminded me of a blend between like Outkast and CeeLo for some reason. Mm, like yeah, just the, just yeah. the flavors, not really the actual music. I mean, it's completely different, you know. But the some of the influences in there, I don't know. It's just I don't know. Well, can cool can song. I go go back real quick to SOS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I must say, man. Um, next to the African accent, which is my most favorite accent. The British accent is my second most favorite. And uh, we have a couple of people in the comments were saying how nice her accent was. So I just wanted to salute her on that. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had to clean yeah that Rob up. had a nice addition there. Clean that up for me. Thanks, Rob, for making all of us laugh except for everyone and watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys got to meet Rob someday. Speaking of Rob... If you need live streaming done, that's the guy that's making this look really good tonight. His name's Rob Hicks, Hicks Video, H-I-X, V-I-D-E-O, all over the internet. You'll find him. Um, so, yeah, so is that you guys ready to move on to the next song, or do you have something else to say about? Um, I just want to shout out a couple people in the audience, man. Uh, really? Shouts out Tiafalo Sebastian. What's good, man? I appreciate you tuning in, rocking with us. Uh, I see the Black Pirates represent a Marty McFly in the building that's mm. what it is man so salute to you i see juan cabrera i think cabrera. I, I, yeah, I can I never say his name right either yeah. <laughs> so i just wanted to salute everybody that's rocking with us man y'all could have been anywhere in the world but you kicking it with us so that's what's yeah, appreciated very much every week tuesday night 10 o'clock eastern time all over the world we're on youtube we're on facebook we're trying to get back on periscope again we're going to work out those details and hopefully be back triple streaming Quadrupled, again. Joe. D what? live. What do you think of that? What? Quadruple streaming to D live. D live. I don't know if that's gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Let's we'll talk to yeah, Rob about that. Yeah, that is. Yeah, exactly. D live. I forgot about that. Um, we're gonna. Yeah. Anyway, let's watch the last video of the night. Let's do this. This is um, no affiliates with Run It Back. We'll be right back after this.
bitch and warm, I hit it I told all my brothers come with it Yeah, I'ma put on for my city Fuck a bitch, I've been running back Love, I don't feel none of that Get to the side like a quarterback When they hit a strike, they gon' run it back Whatever I want, I'ma get it If I want your home, I'ma hit it Told all my brothers come with it I'ma put on for my city Fuck a bitch, I've been running back Love, I don't feel none of that Get to the side like a quarterback When they hit a strike, they gon' run it back you niggas be playing, but I want them bands. Let me get some of that. Some of that. Bitch, I'm a dog. Fuck is you saying? You just a funny just cat. A funny you niggas snake, I don't, I don't fuck with that. You niggas fake, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Yeah, I'm from the hood, and I wish a nigga would. I'ma act like a lumberjack. You niggas hate, I don't fuck with that. I put that A where your stomach at. I can't relate, and they so upset. They like how you flex on the muscles, man. Say you a next where your numbers at. Cause I show my ass like a plumber's crack. I be Google's eye, and the best of caps at a nigga that won't even bust it back. Take off, ain't no coming back. If you send him, he ain't coming back. If I fuck her, she ain't coming back. Took her soul with me, now she coming back. Your hoe with me all on my back Can't cuff her own, even want her back She broke, don't even want a crack She smoked, don't even want a match Cause I got the vision, I'm on the mission I ain't gon' miss it Yeah, I got the vision, I ain't gon' miss it With this position This hot shit got him dizzy So stay the fuck out my kitchen You rather die for it or you living I had to make a decision Whatever I want, I'ma get it If I want your home, I'ma hit it I told all my brothers come with it Yeah, I'ma put on for my city Fuck a bitch, have a running back Love, I don't feel none of that Get to the side like a quarterback When they hit a strike, they gon' run it back Whatever I want, I'ma get it If I want your home, I'ma hit it Told all my brothers come with it I'ma put on for my city Fuck a bitch, have a running back Love, I don't feel none of that No Affiliates Entertainment, run it back Indie Music Live, episode 111 I'm Jojo Keys, founder of Indie Music Plus Sitting here with David Clean Underwear Werba And P the Politician and I don't know. That was, did you guys notice that that dude littered? Did you see him throw the water bottle? God, oh, you're smoking blunts on train tracks. Doesn't mean you can litter. Come on. No, anyway, <laughs> you really like this song. Tell me why. Man, I would, I'm surprised <laughs> you're not as excited as I am about this tune, dude. I love, man, this was killer. It's good. These, I liked it. These, these dudes got some shit going on, man. This is like, this sound right here is like the sweet spot for me in this genre. That's just like my taste for, for for this stuff. It's like the weekend with more rap, a little edgier, super smooth. The atmosphere behind the vocals and the rap is beautiful, man. It's like super wide, great mix, great engineering. The guy can rap and he can sing. Not many can do both. You know, usually they can do one or the other. And but he, he's got a good voice. And dude, this just worked for me, man. I, I think they're going places. I'm telling you. You don't have to litter, though. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm going to let that pass. I'm going to let it. <laughs> okay. Pete, what do you think? You had some thoughts. All right. So with us celebrating Black History Month, <laughs> I've got some things to educate my non-Black people about, all right? And I want to talk about something called Black Excellence, all right? We just came off of one of the biggest selling weekends for an all-Black movie. Shouts out to Black Panther. I'm about to get real Black, all right? Because this is yeah. the Blackest video. That's what we need on this show. <laughs> all right. So, Bill, I want to talk about Black Excellence for a moment, okay? Jay-Z just released an album entitled 444, and it was an instructional to all Black men and Black women who are living in this times on how you celebrate and how you show Black excellence to non-Black people. Now, Dave, I will agree with you. It's catchy, very catchy. I'm not mad at it. I'm just a little bit, especially during Black 
History Month a little upset about the content of that music. Now, what I would have to say is I would love to hear this particular artist with different content. You know what I mean? Not knocking down. Brother be black, I don't white, explain. Whatever. I don't right, know so, what you mean explain. So in his uh in lyrics? His lyrics or what yes, do you mean? In his lyrics. Okay. That's All exactly right. what I'm talking about. In his lyrics. I don't want to see him, I don't want to hear him knocking down other black people, especially during Black History Month. And I'm being funny, but I'm being serious because I actually challenge all artists of the hip hop genre to broaden your horizons and think about other things that you can be talking about that aren't belittling other people, whether you black, white, green, or yellow. You know what I mean? So that's where I, ch I challenge this artist because I agree with you. He's right there in the pocket of what sounds great for hip hop right now. Um, I just want to hear the content change. Let me hear different lyrics. Let me challenge you on them lyrics. And I just had to say that for Black History Month. One more last thing, man. Come on, man. Don't litter, man. They, they, they. <laughs> Black Lives Matter out here, man. You can catch tickets for that, or you can get beat down, shot, killed in the streets, man. No littering, man. No littering. Well, these guys look pretty young, so it looks like they got some time to kind of clean stuff up. But dude, like just the music by itself, I'm super high in that. But I hear what you're saying, dude. Uh, fair points, man, Joe. So, P the Politician, I love having you here, man. I'm, I love having you on the show. You're a lot of fun, dude. Um, I really appreciate you being here and just being honest with us and just being comfortable with us, man. It's just so much fun to jive with you. Um, so, we're going to wrap things up, but, dude, can you uh, let everybody know where they can find you? You're on Friday nights, Friday Night Lives. Yeah, yeah. You can just go to my page, man, um, at P the Politician. I keep it simple, all one word, P the Politician. You can find me wherever you want to find me, at P the Politician. Uh, every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I have the second dopest review show outside of this particular one. <laughs> so <laughs> rock with me, man. Let's get it. Yeah, I, I would I, I would um, watch your show more often, but unfortunately, I'm, I'm in bed by then on Friday yeah. nights because I have to get up early on Saturdays. But <laughs> it's all love. You're there in spirit. That's all we. I need. watched the replay. I mean, that's how we got hooked up as I was watching your show. So. Yeah. I hit you up that one night. So, Dave, you have any uh, final thoughts? No, man. Good times tonight. Uh, some great tunes, and uh, always a pleasure to have P here. He always has some amazing dialogue to go Good with man his, right there. Uh, yeah, critique, man. It's a pleasure having you here, man. Yeah, so thanks again, everybody, for watching. Every Tuesday night, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, I'm JoJo Keys. As always, I'm going to go do my laundry so I can change into some clean underwear. Clean Dave, your drawers! <laughs> Ew. It's inside out. It's upside down. I can't do any more with it. It's It's got holes in it. I don't know. Anyway, enough about my underwear. We'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks for watching. Peace out. I told my mama I won't take it no more. I need some help. I need some love. I need somebody to touch me. My body is craving attention. My intellect lusting for a battle of wits. A shoddy with west. I shot it with it, but it's steady. It's steady and so unique, you know what I mean? Like